What's up, team? This is your host, AJ Webb, bringing you a special episode of the Adam State Football Podcast with head coach Jarrell Harrison, at Coach J. Harrison on Twitter. He sits down and he tells me his great story. We start out with his origin story, how he and former Adam State running back Tyree Walton were tearing up the Las Vegas desert and developing a winning tradition for the Palo Verde Panthers. We talk his recruiting story, his City College of San Francisco JUCO All-American career, and his University of Missouri Tiger career where he helped his team earn a 10-win season and an appearance in the Inside Bowl in Tempe, Arizona. His play as a safety earned him Big 12 Conference honors. We talk how he made his coaching dream a reality, his first college coaching job as a GA at Adam State, and the lessons he learned coaching some of the most powerful offenses that Adam State has ever fielded. Then we talk about the adversity of COVID and how he stepped up as the interim head coach in January of 2021. Four months later, he was named the official head coach, and four months after that, his squad took the field after 700 plus days without a game and several key players in quarantine. After a season of lessons, a Fort Lewis victory, and his first offseason under his belt, we sat in Plocky Hall a few days before players reported for fall camp. And now, an Adam State football podcast with a multi-time Nevada high school state champion, a JUCO All-American, a Big 12 all-conference selection, a leader of men hailing from Las Vegas, Nevada, Adam State football head coach, Jarrell Harrison. Stands on second and ten, in a traffic and intercepted again, picked off by Jarrell Harrison. Stancy has thrown only four interceptions all year. He's thrown two here tonight. Before we get started, let's take a pause for the cause. The way that you can support the Adam State Football Podcast is to follow wherever you get your podcasts like rate subscribe share on your social medias send it to that lifting partner that road dog that you roomed with on the road in shadra nebraska and oklahoma panhandle state university get some eyeballs on this podcast shout out your teammates tag them if they get mentioned thank you in advance All right, Coach, we got hot mics right now. We're in the Adam State coach's office. I didn't get to have too many meetings in this office, but um, I, I like the way that it looks, and I like your uh, I like your clock that's counting down out there. That's counting down to uh, kickoff, first game? Yeah, yeah, counting down to the kickoff of first game, man. We're right down to this triple zero. So. It, it, it gets me excited. Walking in here, we got a couple days before the fellows report, yeah. start handing out pads. Mm -hmm. We're about to get going, Coach. I'm real excited to talk to you. Yeah, man, we're excited, dude. It's, uh, like you said, a couple sleeps away. Mm -hmm. um, and you know what the smell is like, the feel is <laughs> it's, like, you know, and, uh, you know, handing out pads. You yep. got to get through all of that. Um, and so uh, it, gets the, it gets the senses cranking, and I'm excited for my teammates, guys that I played with, guys that. Um, you know, came before to learn more about you because we have information out there about you. But now you got a alumni and, uh, you know, sitting down. And yeah. um, I've had a really great experience watching you 
start this program from you know two january right. ago and i think i have some unique insight i want to talk about some of those things but let's just stop right there let's go uh give us your full name your title here yeah. and how long you've been at adam uh yeah jarrell harrison um i've been here since 2016 <laughs> so for a I little think bit you and i just uh we might have just celebrated like a five-year mark. Yeah, absolutely, we did. We did. Um, and uh, so you know, when you count football season, though, you count yeah. the actual season, though. Right, you know right, I mean? right. So you take it to six, actually seven seasons if you count COVID. Okay. Which we didn't play, right, but we still right. had a fall. So uh -huh. going into my seventh season mm -hmm. here, um, and so excited for that. Um, I can't get, wait to get that going. Um, and and head coach here, so. Um, obviously, I've been here through different capacities, so not all seven years has been – or seven seasons been sent as, spent as head coach. Mm -hmm. um, started out as a graduate assistant, yeah. um, coaching the running backs. Um, just wanted to well, – wanted to get going, you know. Yeah, and so yeah. uh, so this, is, this will be your second year as head coach. Yep. And, uh, you know, second's a strong word, too, because that first year – was a very, yeah. very dynamic year. And I want to tell that story, and I want to talk about that. But right. let's talk about where would you come from, Coach? Yeah, um, so born and raised in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh -huh. um, on the east side of Las Vegas. Um, grew up there with my mother um, and three brothers, two older brothers, one younger brother. Uh -huh. um, grew up loving sports, man. Now brothers pretty competitive with each other yeah so my especially my younger brother my older brothers were kind of you know out doing their own thing you know uh -huh. they teenagers at that point and right. so my younger brother's three years younger and so we were very competitive video uh -huh. games yeah but i mean even in the neighborhood you're competitive with the neighborhood kids i mean we're out there playing football with no pads you know right, that type right. of deal young yeah young 90 stuff yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um, and so yeah we didn't have twitter we didn't have TikTok yeah, to watch yeah. So I was down in a wash in Apache Junction, yes. throwing rocks and building yep, forts. Absolutely, man. Um, we used to we used to race our bikes uh, around the neighborhood. You know, just that type stuff. of stuff, man. When did you get involved in sports? What's the first sport you played? Uh, the the very first, first organized rather. Ah, uh, so that's it was was basketball. Okay. Um, basketball was my first love, though. I played football, uh -huh. but. Uh, the very first organized sport I played in was, I think it was second grade. Um, yeah. Second grade basketball. I was terrible. Uh -huh. um, let me rephrase. I was actually all right. I was all right in street ball. Uh -huh. um, but when you get around and the crowd is around and everybody's yeah. watching, it's a little different. Uh -huh. um, and so uh, I spent all summer. Uh, my mom bought me a basketball hoop, and so I spent all summer um, while everybody was playing, I spent all summer out on the basketball hoop. So the next year I came back, I made the all-star team. That's so. fascinating. So I don't have uh, my – I think that that's a characteristic of, of high performers is to get obsessed yeah, about yeah, something, yeah. Right? right? Right, And especially – and it's funny just to hear stories at young ages. So my mine was uh, I wanted to be a catcher. Yeah. I didn't have anybody to play catch with. My dad was mm -hmm. sick. And so I would go to – with I had my own catcher's gear. I would go to – the batting cage, yeah, yeah. and I I would bat, but then I'd pump a couple quarters right, in, right, catch the ball. And I was like, man, they must have been like, this guy's a weirdo. But now, now I'm like, oh, oh, those weirdos are the yeah, ones yeah, that yeah. like they they hammer it yeah. in, they they get after it. Yeah. And so so basketball is the first one, absolutely. And um, when do you start playing football? Um, well, what's crazy is my dad didn't want me to play for a while because mm -hmm. I was I was a I was a pretty good basketball player, man, mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, one day I went to my younger brother's practice, and I was just intrigued because uh, mm -hmm. we were playing football in the neighborhood. You yeah. know what I mean? 
Um, and so the organized football intrigued me. Playing in the neighborhood and then also watching it on TV. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Cowboys fan, man. Okay. And so 90s, it's like, you know, when the Patriots were dominating the 2000s. Uh -huh. That's where the Cowboys were in the 90s, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but that intrigued me. And so sixth grade is when I started playing football. Okay. Um, so that's, that's middle school, right? Yep. Uh, and how, how's, how's, uh, how's your, how's your first, like, you, so you're intrigued by it. Did, did you, did you fall in love with it right away? What was it like? What position did you play in? in well, I, it's interesting, man. Um, my first positions were, uh, defensive tackle and offensive line. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, uh -huh. I was a tall kid too. Yeah. So. Um, but defense and line to me was just like wrestling. Like we used to wrestle. Uh, and, they uh -huh. were, and so I just get off the ball and try to get to the quarterback. And mm -hmm. um, I was a basketball player. So offensive line just moved your feet. Um, mm -hmm. And so those, I think, give you an appreciation for the game of football. You know, yeah. the aggressiveness. Um, some, some transferable skills. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you're doing the job for the rest of your team. For mm -hmm. offensive line, you really, especially for a basketball kid who thinks he can, you know, catch the football. They put mm -hmm. you on offensive line. It's like, whoa. Hey. You know, but you know, here I am blocking for the rest of the team's success. You know right. what I mean? And so it was, it, it, it was humbling. But like you said, some transferable skills. When do you transition? When do you transition into the, uh, the you know the skill positions, which is what you ultimately end up playing right. in high school and college and being very good at? When, well, about how old were you? Well, like that, it was that same year. Okay, I, it's an interesting story. <clears throat> when I uh, I come to practice one day and I'm still playing D tackle on the mm -hmm. offensive line. And we are literally just sitting around throwing the football before practice, like mm -hmm. just chilling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just hanging um, out, chucking and the I'm rock. Chucking it, mm -hmm. you know. And the coach was like, "Wait, uh, go run this post pattern." <laughs> and so, boom, I hit it on the money. And mm -hmm. the coach was like, "I think we got him at the wrong position." Mm -hmm. And from that point on, it was it was over. Okay, it was over. When uh, so you you still love basketball at that yeah. point. Um, tell me about your high school career. What's your freshman sport career look like? Uh, so, like I said, I, mean, I was highly into basketball, but I was a good football player, you mm -hmm. know. Um, but basketball still, you know, I was 6'2". Yeah. Thinking I'm about to be 6'6". Six, six uh, who's your Who's your basketball Kevin idol? Garnett, man. Oh, okay. You know, the way he played the game. Just, For, yeah, ferocious. Loved it, man. Uh -huh. um, even with a, It was like a football mindset, you know, uh -huh. and so I loved it. Um, but, yeah, man, it was, you know – uh, uh, I was still a basketball player, but what was crazy my freshman year, man, is I was, I was just gonna play basketball, mm -hmm. um, and all my friends in the neighborhood, um, in the summer were gone in the mornings mm -hmm. and like towards the because they were working out with the right, team, right, right, and so I was like, man, this is pretty boring, <laughs> uh -huh. and so I remember calling the coach like, hey, uh, is there still any spots on the team? And he was like, yeah, get up here, okay, like, you know, uh -huh. and I was like, all right, let me go play some football. Uh -huh. um, was so you, that's you, uh, how did your, your dad take that? Because he seems like the one who, uh, who is really interested in you playing basketball. Yeah, did that kind of create some uh, qualms there? No, or? not at all. At that point, it was you, you could see I was pretty good at both and protected okay. myself. I think that was the big thing. Yeah, is, you know when you play a collision sport, can you protect yourself and are you strong enough? And once they once he saw that, it was good. So well, I had the opposite experience with a head coach that said. You know, who didn't want you to play basketball yeah, for yeah, fun yeah. or for extra stuff. He's like, you got to protect your ankles. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, honestly, I, I saw the transferable skills that you uh -huh. talked about earlier. I mean, running the football right. helped me drive the lane yeah, and take an yeah. and one. Well, and then um, driving the lane, I can yeah. only imagine, you know, you give a young person who's like, hey, maybe basketball is not going to pan out for but hey, 
drive the lane like right. you're running the hoop. Exactly. Right? Like you're blitzing yep. or, you're, defense, or you're hitting a hole. You know? Yeah. Um, defense helped me play uh, our uh, fast mm-hmm. break defense in basketball. It oh, helped yeah. me play one on one at corner. Flipping hips, you know? yeah, that's all mm-hmm. it is. And so those very and, and all of it is tired. You want to you know be in an athletic stance, man. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Good feet, mm-hmm. good hands. Um, and so all of those are transferable skills that I felt like helped me. Um, but I was ultra competitive too. Like okay. I'm not just gonna sit around and yeah, not yeah. do anything. Like let's go compete. Well, um, I know another guy who's ultra competitive. Hailing from a Nevada, yeah, yeah. Palo Verde High School, yeah. Tyree Walton. No he's doubt. one of my teammates, no and doubt. he's one of your one of your teammates, one yeah. of your childhood friends. Tell me, when do you meet Tyree? Uh, I think I meet Tyree. It might have been my freshman year. He okay. was, uh, I believe, he was on JV, but uh-huh. he was a varsity wrestler, uh-huh. um, really good wrestler. Stud. Yeah, no. And so uh, my freshman year, I played varsity basketball. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, competitive people just kind of run into each other. Yeah. Um, he I was, see you out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so he was driving at the time, too. Yeah. I remember he had a car. I did yeah. Um, And so sometimes you get a ride to the store here and there. Yeah. And so it just grew from there, you know, and we both started playing football together. And then, you know, you know how it goes in the locker room. You hang yeah. out with people, and then it just grows. What? Uh, when do you start playing uh, When do you start playing varsity, and when do you start playing quarterback? Um, so what's crazy is my freshman year, I was a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the coach decides that some, the next summer to move to a double wing offense where okay. a more athletic quarterback is needed. Yeah. Um, where we were playing a more pro style drop back type deal. Um, and this is 2003. Like we don't have six, four, two eighty O linemen. Mm-hmm. Like we need to find a way to compete. And so um, our coach goes out and changes the whole offense. Um, and so he asked me to come compete for the job as a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I come out and do a pretty good job and win the starting job as a sophomore mm-hmm. and start the first game. Get a sophomore letter as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Um, junior year, your junior year, yeah. Tyree's senior year. Yep. Um, so how's that offense play out? Do you guys pick it up? What's what's that junior year like for you? Well, yeah, Ty, Ty, uh, Well, my junior year, Tyree's – Senior. Uh, senior year, uh, we we really started hitting it. Yeah. Um, the year before, uh, we started off slow. Okay. I mean, Tyree was playing both sides of the ball. He was doing mm-hmm. a really good job. Um, but we were trying to still pick up the offense. But by his senior year, we were floating, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Tyree's busting 80 yarders. And, yeah. Um, we're all getting 10 to 12 carries apiece. It, it was lovely. Um, but one thing that I really – that was really we were going both ways, man. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, you go both ways, man. And so yeah, Tyree yeah. was a DB himself, uh-huh. uh, punt returner, and so. Um, but we were really competitive, man. We went twelve and one that year. You oh, know what I mean? Wow. Um, and so, lost in the semifinals, and you know, but we were really good, really good football team. Did you start developing your relationships? I mean, obviously, you're you're working with them. You know, yeah. you're a junior. Uh, you're developing your relationship with your coaches. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Who are some of your memorable coaches? And, you don't, and if you don't yeah. want to name anybody because you don't no, want to miss fine. anybody, yeah, that's yeah, fine yeah. too. But who are some of the oh, man, real impactful I, I'm guys? I'm going to be honest, man. I think I've I've been blessed with coaches from a young oh, age. Amen. Um, from AAU from, to Coach James, who that was the very first coach who honestly, man, um, after practice would sit down and talk to us. Mm-hmm. And it would seem like an hour and a half. But he's talking about life. And I remember as a 12-year-old, like, dang. <laughs> you know, but it was real stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. so I tell these guys, life is life's about choices, mm-hmm. and that's where I got that from. From my coach telling me that at twelve years old, um, and then high school f- basketball and football had really good coaches, mm-hmm. um, players, coaches who are going to be honest, which is Coach Ross, 
um, and Coach Clark, mm-hmm. rest in peace. Um, they were great coaches, man, who were going to coach you hard, tell you the truth, and uh, mm-hmm. let's go win some championships, man. That's, that, that's what uh, it was about. The, the being honest and telling the truth, you know, I've observed some smoke and mirrors and sleight of hand tricks yeah. and stuff like that, but, you know, there's something to the – you know the sentiment of of, of the, the real alignment of love and honesty as far right, as right, like right. really saying hey this is where this is where we're at with stuff no doubt man and i think too that's part of the development yeah you know that's the reason i am who i am today is because those guys were honest mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. you know um you know what's crazy i remember i was in the aau game and i uh you know, today it's all about the three-point shot, right? Mm-hmm. When I played, can you get to the rim? And, and <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So I remember coming off of a double screen, and I shoot a Steph Curry three. It's off the backboard, clank. <laughs> uh-huh. And I remember my coach going, Jarrell, that's not your game in front of everybody. You know what I mean? But <laughs> yeah. it, was, it, was, it was the right. truth. You know right. what I mean? Like, hey, the stop. Right. Okay, but um, even at Missouri, man, uh, Coach Odom, who's the d- defensive coordinator at Arkansas right now, Gary Pinkle, Hall of Fame head coach, I mean, I used to feel like they had wires and, you know, booked in my backpack. They knew everything. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, they they're engaged. They care. Yeah, yeah, no, they care, man. And it's they, they you're not gonna slip on anything, uh-huh. man. And so that's the reason I am who I am today is yeah. because I had people in my life uh-huh. um, who were like, "Hey, you are messing up," yeah. <laughs> and uh, or also too on the flip side, "Hey, man, I care. I love you." Right, you right. know, and so. Well, and that carries into you basketball championship? Yeah, yeah, Basketball yeah. champion yes, in the state of Venice, yeah, Virginia? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so I was playing both sports from my freshman year. Like I said, I played varsity basketball my freshman year. Mm-hmm. Then I go to varsity football my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And so now from that year, I'm just trading mm-hmm. off and on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in basketball, we were really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nevada player of the year. Uh, I'm starting point guard. Um we had a Division One guard, um, mm-hmm. and so all I had to do was lead the team and, you know, get get the ball in the right people's hand, rebound the ball, and score buckets uh, when 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 the time was needed. Did man. you guys have tight games with Rancho? Uh, ran- so we were on different sides of town. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So no, we didn't play Ran. I don't think I played Rancho one time in my career. Okay. We were just on the opposite sides of town. Okay, because I, I I got to play Rancho when I was a senior. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. That's a squad. No, yeah, no. Good yeah, job, usually, Nevada. They usually got a squad, uh-huh. and so but you know, I'm t- we talk, you know, Bishop Gorman football, mm-hmm. but Las Vegas is a basketball yeah. town, man. It okay. is basketball, and people well, hot. You got to yeah, go indoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Well, what's crazy, man, is this nuts. I think back, like we used to really play basketball outside in the summer. Oh, yeah. I mean, as kids, like you're out there going hard too. Yeah, like, I, I just got back from Arizona. I don't know if I have the heart for it. No, I'm, I can't. I'm soft now. <laughs> I can't do it. Like my niece is like, come on out. I'm like, yeah, give it. A, I'll wait till eight o'clock. So, what was it like for you to win that championship? Was it just kind of a magic thing and just kind of happened and you were surprised, or was it like, whoa? Man, we put in the work, and this is what this is what you got to do to be a champ. No, we put in the work, man. The year before, we went to the state, we went to the state game and lost. Uh huh. Um, and so we were bringing a lot of people back. Um, mm. And so what's crazy is uh, I remember sitting, you know, just outside with a few sophomores, and I remember sitting there saying, like, "Man, we gonna win the state title." Mm-hmm. Like just confident, not cocky, just confident. Mm-hmm. 
But we used to work really hard. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we were just talking. Yeah. Like we we worked hard. It's a will thing. Like yeah. this is what we will. Well, yeah, do. absolutely. But too, you know, we have people who want to be good. Like we talk about Tyree, who was a national champ, man, one of the hardest working dudes ever. Yeah, you know, and you see that, and you're like, man, all right, I want to be good. Uh-huh. Um, you know, people on our basketball team are really good. What mm-hmm. am I going to do? Slack off. People on our football team, really uh-huh. good. Yeah, what am I going to do? Slack off. Right. And so we were all trying to be really good around really good people. So it helped us out. So you take those lessons yeah. and you go get yourself a ring your senior year playing football. Yeah, man. Uh, what's crazy is, though, obviously, you know, basketball's over with that year, my junior year. Um, we get into senior year, senior year quarterback, you know, everything kind of slows down for you. Um, and we have a really good team. We are returning 30-plus people mm-hmm. um, that actually played some downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, So we go 14-0 my senior year. Ooh, yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah. Let's go champ. So, yeah, so two state championships within the calendar year. Um, you know, I don't know if that's been done in Nevada, probably by a Bishop Gorman kid or something, but mm-hmm. not by a public school kid mm-hmm. uh, in, in a yeah. long time. Well, go Panthers. Good job, yes, sir. Um, so – so you 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 you're clearly a good player and you're on good teams that are having success. Yeah. Start to tell me about uh, the first time that recruiters approach you and start talking yeah. about, hey, we'd like you to you know be a rebel. We'd like you to do right, this. right, right. Um, I think it was my junior year, going to my junior year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you start to get some talks of coaches. You know, hey, we really like you. Blah blah blah. Um, and I remember getting a letter from Oregon, and I was like, whoa, this is serious. And, mm-hmm. you know, basketball, I'm getting Cal State, Fullerton. You know, mm-hmm. I'm getting Northern Colorado, mm-hmm. New Mexico State, but then you're getting USC, you know, mm-hmm. Arizona. And so then I'm, mm-hmm. like, looking like – so I'm starting to think about what do I want to do as yeah. far as college-wise. Right. And don't get me wrong, I love basketball, but do I want to go play at the highest level? And I was a competitor. Uh-huh. Like, all you had to do was tell me there's some good players playing over here. And I'm like, where, where? You know? <laughs> um, and so that's when I started to balance out things and think about things. Um, but my junior year really turned up. Um, and then my senior year, obviously, um, uh, really turned up as far as Pac-12 schools and, okay. and other schools hit me up. And so – do you flip a coin? Do you confide in one of your coaches? What is it that helps you to, you know, make this? Or is it just, an, or was it just all feel? Uh, well, I kind of saw how my game was built in basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a bunch of six-two point guards out there, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd take your pick, right? And so we had a yeah, six-two high school point guard. That's a healthy point guard. Well, what's crazy is I, I mean, I could score the, the basketball, mm-hmm. um, but we had some Division One guards in our town. Mm-hmm. That was scoring twenty five a game, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy who's gonna get you sixteen and ten, and mm-hmm. you know, twelve and six or something. Super solid. Um, super solid. But also, I stopped growing like this and started growing like this, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Um, and so because I'm at you're yeah. you're at least two hundred pounds. Oh in high yeah, school. no, I go from you know sophomore year being one eighty to you know two hundred pounds. Uh-huh. And, you know, college coaches are drooling, like, whoa. So yeah. now it's like, okay, do you want to play in front of 80,000 or you want to go to <laughs> – and then no disrespect to the yeah, New Mexico States or, or yeah, UC yeah. Davises, but do you want to go right. play in the small gym? And so yeah. that was an easy well, easy you, conversation for me. You're blessed and you kind of, yeah. you know, it seems like you're self-aware and I think you got some – it sounds like you had some good guidance at that yeah, point yeah. to say, hey, uh, I can have the real deal experience right. going and playing – 
some football. So who are the first football looks, like the first steps towards getting onto a college football team? Um, so my first offer was UNLV, man, obviously. Um, John Robinson, the mm -hmm. legendary USC coach, um, was the UNLV coach at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, invited us down to campus, and so I go down. He calls me into the huddle of spring practice and uh -huh. offers me in front of the whole offense Ooh. right there. And I was pretty sweet, man. That's a good memory, man. Yeah. Legendary coach. I mean, he coached the best. You know what I mean? And so, special. Oh, no, here he is offering you, man. And so that was probably my first offer. Then Oregon State came. Um, we had a previous a, a former teammate of mine who was doing really well there, so they came mm -hmm. back. Um, but then, you know, man, I had some great issues. So I – I mean, every Pac-12 school was ready to offer. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when you're talking about recruiting, some schools will take a chance because of where they are in mm -hmm. their conference. You know, mm -hmm. UNLV, hey, we're trying to get back to the top. We need to – because there still was a chance that I could get my grades together and go. Oregon right, State, right. where, you know, trying to get to the Pac-12 championship, here we go. Mm -hmm. Whereas USC is like, ah. We need a, we need a, a lock. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So mm – -hmm. um, I definitely hindered my chances for sure with the uh, mm -hmm. with the with the great issues. Right. Well, and then I mean, if there's any high school students that are listening to this, particularly if they're in their early yeah, yeah, years, yeah. take it serious, right? Because I was yes. able to finish with a two nine. Yep. There isn't, you know, I'm not a Division one caliber right, player right, by right. any means, but it's probably the difference between maybe talking to an army or something yeah, like that. Yeah, no, you know? absolutely, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, kids out there, take your grades. Very serious. Go to, go to tutoring. Yes. You know, get it, get it done. It'll, it'll pay dividends for you. All of that stuff, man. So you have some grade challenges. You don't end yeah. up going to UNLV. Where, yeah. do, you, where do you go? So, um, I, so UNLV, man. Um, so Mike Sanford gets the job at UNLV. He was the offensive coordinator for Alex Smith at Utah that year okay. when Utah went crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The read option is getting out there. Spread yeah. is going nuts. Uh -huh. Oh, my God, four wide receivers on the field. Who does that? <laughs> yeah. You know, that was that no was that. huddle. Yeah, yeah, man. So, yeah. it was very devastating not uh -huh. going to UNLV because, you know, he's like, hey, I see you in this Alex Smith role, pulling right. the rock. And, and so, they wanted to put me up at Reedley College, okay. uh, junior college. Uh-huh. Um, I spent the semester there. Was not feeling it mm -hmm. um, at all. Where is Reedley College? Um, it is in Central California, so probably 30 minutes south of Fresno. Oh, okay. Um, Fresno, California. Uh, Bakersfield, neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, probably about an hour south of Bakersfield. Oh, okay, so okay. we just keep going south. Gotcha. Starting from Northern California. Um, and so what's crazy, man, is I, uh, I, I don't like it there. I, I go home for about a week, um, and I see something on TV. It's talking about City College of San Francisco, okay. about how their football team is one of the best in the country, mm -hmm. um, have been so. Kai Ellis used to play yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. OJ, you know, however you feel about that. But, yeah, yeah. Um, Great football player. And so, I, you know, I'm like, wait a minute. So I remember seeing the whatever. I can't even remember what it was to this day. Yeah. Um, and I remember seeing that, and I remember just Googling City College of San Francisco football. Mm -hmm. I called a coach. I leave a message, hey, this is Jerrell Harrison. I signed to UNLV. Would love to play for your program. Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking I'm getting anything back. Here's a top JUCO in the country, right. blah, blah, blah. Day later, hey, you know, you want to come play? I'll tell you, I'll pack a bag that night, <laughs> and I am going to San Francisco. Uh-huh. What's it like rolling into San Francisco? Oh, uh, it's uh, – 
and this is why college is so cool, man. The uh-huh. different life experiences you get. Because right. you see San Francisco in, you know, movies and stuff right. like that. And, right. And now it's like got a different optic. Oh, about man. It, but... I mean, I get off Bart and go, and I remember like, all right, uh, let me go downtown. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know, and it was like two bucks. You put the two bucks on Bart and uh-huh. go downtown. And it's these tall buildings. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's very different from where you grew up. I mean, Vegas right. is very bright, but this is different, you know. Right, right. And so right. my first experience in San Francisco was great. The Bay Area, I love. I mean, mm-hmm. I tell people like, it's my second home, man. Seven oh seven. I love it. Yep, absolutely. Love love the Bay Area, man. So you started playing there. Tell me about your your junior college career. Junior college was awesome, man. It didn't start off so awesome though. I broke my foot my I was first say, year. Yeah, you had yeah. some adversity, so yeah, uh, so, you breaking in practice drills. Yeah, no, actually, man, I was just at home in summer. Jump. I was actually with Tyree. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, we were at like a sky zone. Oh, um, okay. Just hanging out, man, and uh-huh. I jumped on. The, I literally a basic jump on the trampoline, and I remember just feeling a pop. Um, and I got off, and I'm like, ah, something not right. And uh, uh-huh. we go to Tyree's house. I'm icing it, and anyway, I break my foot. Jones fracture out for the season. I mean, we got a really good team too. We won a national championship that year. Jeremiah Masoli, uh-huh. who was at Oregon, um, was our quarterback. T- uh, tell me about your mindset, if you can remember when you broke your foot, right? Because I was blessed. To really only have a scare my senior yeah. year with a with a sprained MCL musket game the yeah. next week, and I'm like, I'm just gonna do whatever Clay says, and he's gonna have right, to right, put right, me right, back right, in, right? right? But I can only imagine what that what what a player goes through to have right. a you know and an, a season ending injury. So can you just right. tell me what do you remember? Well, about that? you know, I think what people didn't realize back then before we, you were even before you and I played was the mental gymnastics that players go through. Well, we were coming off the nineties. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You where, know, where the helmet yeah. had nothing in right, it. Right, right, right. The program's yeah. our favorite movie. Yes, exactly. And and it was just a exactly. it was just a different era. So right? you deal with that stuff alone. Like, you know, your teammates yeah. may understand, but they're playing, you know right. what I mean? Um, but your mental is messed up, man. Right. Like you want to be playing, and so honestly, you got to attack it from different angles of frustration too. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, so did you go into revenge mode? Like, oh, this isn't going to take. No, me not now. necessarily, man. Because I wasn't like that. I knew, you know, hey, this was a freak accident. Uh-huh. Um, but I knew that I was a really good player, okay. and I was just delaying, mm-hmm. you know, getting to a Division One college, mm-hmm. but also being with my teammates at the time because, you know. As good as San Francisco is and was, there was still that team mindset. You know, mm-hmm. we had really good players, but we were going to win a national championship. Mm-hmm. And so the coach makes me travel. You had that every... bigger goal then. Yeah, yeah, to absolutely. Help with your resilience, yeah, your absolutely. personal resilience. Absolutely, man. And so it was devastating from different angles. I'm not playing. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I, I had to go to junior college, so here I am getting hurt. Um, you know these those right. type of things that you go through could have been a, could have been the time you could have crumbled, coach. Oh no, no, I, I, trust me. I mean, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm catching Bart an hour to go to school on crutches. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was definitely an, a sacrifice, but something I was willing to make because I I love the game. I love yeah. and I was confident in my yeah. in my well, skills. That's passion, right? Because you know people sure. throw passion. I'm passionate about this. Like, yeah. No, 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 no. Passion means 
you will suffer for right, it. Right, right. No, for sure, man. And what's crazy is people are like, why don't you get a scooter? And I'm like, no, because, you know, San Francisco's hilly, man. Yeah. And so I am crushing every class. I want to get my upper body uh-huh. stronger, man. <laughs> yes. And, but but when you talk about passion, too, man, I, the people that I was around were passionate about mm. being great, too. Right. So, you know, you see that, and it drives you. Like, okay, I'm a, there's no reason to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, here's a guy who had no offers. You know, one of my best friends had no offers out of high school. Mm-hmm. Here he is starting for one of the best junior college. And then gets a power five offer. Mm. So we're around people who are sacrificing too. Yeah. Not only yourself, man. Right, right. Well, so you know, you have some of your own confidence, and yeah. your own resilience, uh, but you also got some support and some teammates and a group of people, it sounds like that were dedicated to excellence. Oh no, for sure, man. I, you know, our coach had been there since the seventies. He played there. Mm-hmm. So the head coach for a long time. Mm-hmm. Very respected, and he coached the DBs. So, mm-hmm. you know, he had built a program, man. Mm-hmm. He built a program. You're going to come in and be a teammate. And we all knew that if you won, everyone would get out. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they won the national championship in 2002, 24 people signed Division One scholarships. Like, So when you have that on your mind, hey, let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it was a great place to be, man. They coach you up. Mm-hmm. They get you ready for, for college football. Um, and also take academics seriously. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I ended up being a junior college All-American there and getting a full ride to Missouri. Yeah, buddy. So did uh, – and I think your coach was pretty – was they was your was your DB coach. They help you get to Mizzou. How'd that, how'd that go? Um, well, what's crazy, man, is honestly at, at San Francisco, if you play well, like it's like looking out the kitchen door. The colleges will find you. You mm-hmm. know, it's, they're, they're, it's 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 like I remember the first school to talk to me was LSU. Mm. Um, and so colleges are calling him all the time. You mm-hmm. know about what he what he has and right. stuff like that. Um, and so I remember being in the library and uh, my DB coach at the time was like, "Hey, Missouri's looking for two safeties. Um, they like what they see. They'll be out here." But I'm not thinking nothing of it. Like, okay, yeah. comes out. Hey, offers me, blah, blah, blah. Or, no, he wants to get me on a visit. And I'm like, oh, let's go. So okay. that was the very first school. Missouri was the first school to offer me. Okay. And so there's the first one. Yeah. Anybody else? Oh, uh, yeah. It was a bunch, Coach. Okay. It was a bunch. Um, <laughs> Any ones that you remember that had you yeah. on the ropes? No doubt. Like, oh, no I don't doubt. Know, this LSU thing seems No, no doubt. LSU kind of fell out of the picture. Okay. Um, Nebraska was really good. Okay. Um, Kansas State, I liked. Oregon um, came in late, and I, you know, even to this day, I think about that one. NC State, I went on a visit there. Um, Russell Wilson was the quarterback at that time. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Uh, so got to see him play. Um, and UNLV, um, they came back into the picture, and then University of Arizona and Arizona State. Those okay. were the ones. Um, but my first visit was Missouri, so everybody else had to live up to that. Okay. Yeah. So did they do a good job, or did they get? Uh you know, a little special little spot in your mind brain because they were the first. Oh, no doubt, man. Everybody remembers yeah. their first, right? Absolutely. You know, and so the first team to recognize their talent. Mm-hmm. And it's a Big 12 school at the time, now SEC. They were number top five in the country yeah. with uh, Chase McDaniel, Jeremy Macklin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they were really good at the time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I, I, when I visited, they were number three in the country playing Oklahoma State. Des Bryant at mm-hmm. Oklahoma State. And so you're sitting there in front of seventy thousand, like, whoa, this is this is pretty cool. I think I, I, I think hey, I made the right, I think I made the right choice not playing basketball. <laughs> so you go to Mizzou, uh, you know, San Francisco uh, City College. They're getting you right there, yeah. getting you primed to be in a Division One program. Right, right. 
You know, this is something I'm always fascinated to hear more yeah. about is Division One players and their experience. Right, right. And from what you've told me in our visits, like, you're on point. Right, yeah. And if no, you're not yeah. on point, it's, uh, you're going to get on point or you're right, going to run a lot. Right, right, right. Well, let me tell you how the story, uh, how I got to Missouri, though. Okay, um, tell me. So I, I go on a visit to UNLV. Okay. Um, and UNLV is, I mean, they're rolling out the red carpet, man. Mm. I mean, they put my mom in a hotel. Right. Yeah. Um, top the, pro- the prodigal's oh, return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, um, my head coach from San Francisco calls me while I'm on the visit. He said, "Hey, man, uh, how's it going?" I said, "Coach, uh, they rolled out the red carpet, man." <laughs> and he goes, "I don't give a hell what they're doing. <laughs> okay, I'm tired of all these coaches calling me. You need to narrow it down uh-huh. and get back here soon, right?" Boom, click. I'm like, "All right, coach." Uh-huh. And this, we respect. I mean, this is a five-eight. You know, Catholic man who owns the room. I'm yeah. being honest with you, man. Um, and so I get back, I go to his office, and he sits, he's looking at me then, and he's like, Drill, what do you think? Because he's like, I'm tired of these schools, because a lot of schools are still calling, mm-hmm. right? He's like, you need to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, we're going to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I say, Coach, uh, I-, I like you and LV. And he goes, You're not going there. And I'm like, and, and so. I'm like, Coach, well, I've never heard a coach. You know, he's like, right. you're not going there. And yeah. I'm like, well, it's Missouri then. He was like, okay, call him right now. <laughs> call him right now and commit. And so he – but that's the great thing about great coaches, man. Yeah. He knew I did not need to be home. Right. Uh, he knew I needed to go experience life, mm-hmm. um, different people, different places. Um, and so him telling me you're not going there wasn't – a slide on UNLV it wasn't right. a slide on my decision making. Mm-hmm. He just knew that's what he needed to do. <laughs> yeah, no, he. That's he, what he needed to he, do. And he was serious too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're not going. He literally looked me in my face and said, "You're not going there." Right. And I was like, "What?" I remember being cut off. He's like, "No, where else?" And I was like, <laughs> "Well, I do like Missouri." And he was like, "Well, call him right now." And I remember calling, committing right in front of him. Uh-huh. Boom, it's over. That's awesome. <laughs> what a yeah, what a you know. I remember talking to my coach, you know, and I had. You know, my other ideas were, you know, I didn't have to choose between different yeah. really good programs, but it was like the, you know, the military, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, fire science programs and stuff like that. And he didn't quite go, you're not doing that, but he kind of said, you don't want to do those things. <laughs> right, you right. have, you know, you've been a hard worker. You've earned this other opportunity. Right, right, you right. need to go and, 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 and think about that one. And right. so that's really cool that – you know, you had that person in your life yeah. to say, "Hey, let's uh, let's pick a direction." Right, right. Well, that's the great thing about coaching and teaching, right? It right. doesn't always happen in the classroom right, or right. with drawing up X's and O's. Like yeah. anyone can, you know, lead you in the right direction or coach you and teach you. Obviously, you want to be able to be t- taught and coached by the right person. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that moment, he was being a mentor, yeah, father figure. Right. You know, everything else, but. The Nexus and those coach, right, you know what right. I mean, and so, you know, that's why I take this job very serious. Like, yeah. you know, coach, I, I think I'm a lot more than that, you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I take pride in being called coach. Well, yeah, I know, and I can, you know, hearing your your different stories. Um, so, tell me about programming. Tell me about a D1 program, at yeah. least how it was at Mizzou. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you about Missouri, obviously, because I went there. Right, right. <laughs> um, but it was. Uh, 
it was a shock, man, as far as, like, the detail. Uh-huh. Like, don't get me wrong, San Francisco, we were very detailed. But it was junior college. Like, you know, a lot of guys are paying their own rent, you know. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that type of deal. It's a different kind of hustle. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. You know, and uh, when you get to Missouri, everything's taken care of, man. Right. You just need to show up. You yeah. know what I mean? And you need to um, show up to this, this, yeah. this, 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 and this, so, this. Yeah, and so Coach Pinkle's very detailed. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to show up on time. Uh-huh. You're going to have uh, – an itinerary of where you need to be. Like, there's mm-hmm. no guessing. There's no wondering where you need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you already know. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, they know everything. Yeah. They know when you're late to class. They know They know when you didn't pay your power bill on time. Mm-hmm. Like, they were on it, man. Um, and, you know, I used to, you know, as a young guy, oh, man, coach, man, trip. No, this is what it takes. Every single thing that ma- that matters right. helps us win. Right. Um, and so, you know, I, I messed up a few times, you know, yeah. uh, late to study hall or this and that. There's no, oh, Jarrell, right. get it next time. There's, <laughs> there's, we'll get it next. There's right. none of that. We'll see man. you at 5 a.m. Yeah, no, we'll see you in the morning, buddy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you better be there. What were your, uh, so our consequences during um, McGinn and Coach Heaton were, Don Patrol. Yeah. So yeah, Don yeah, Patrol, yeah. Gimps were like uh, right. after practice. Yeah, yeah. Down and back with some up downs. Don Patrol was a jog out the splash line and back right. with someone screaming at you on a bike. What were the uh, what were the consequences oh. for not getting the details right? So we we pushed boards, man. Mm. Um, yeah. So he coach coach had a two by four. Obviously, he was never there. He had the GAs there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a two by four in the practice facility, and you're mm-hmm. pushing it fifty two and a half yards across the the way, mm-hmm. um, down and back three times is one. Okay, mm-hmm. and so you, if you got six, good luck. All right, <laughs> good luck. But you know, to be honest, man. It wasn't about the boards. It was <coughs> him teaching us there's a consequence for everything. Right. Um, and, and I think that was the biggest thing is, you know, well, we were held accountable for if, everything. If that's something that I think is a really valuable lesson to learn in, in high-level athletics is everything you do matters. Right. No, absolutely. Because it's real easy to be sad and be sad about the world and global warming is going to kill me right, so right. nothing really I do. You know, right, it doesn't right, matter right. if I have to recycle. Like, no, 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 no. Right. Everything you, and especially from like a you know internal focus, I want to be the best person I can be. Right. Everything you do matters, right? Oh, everything. I mean, you know, and I get there, you know, I have a few run ins, you know, late to class, mm-hmm. you know, getting the defense up early. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's like, dang man, why are they always on me? Mm-hmm. And then I had to look back, no, it's you. Mm. I mm-hmm. literally had to have that comment. No, it, it's you, man. It's right. not them. Like, we had a... You took our, ownership of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, our academic advisor used to check classes, right? Mm-hmm. And so you had a five-minute window. So if your class started at 8 a.m. and you got there at 8.04, you were still good in Coach Pinkle's eyes. You know okay. what I mean? Um, yeah, a little grace there. Right, a little grace, for sure, yeah. for sure. Big campus, too. So Right, right. And so my class just, kept, I felt, you know, kept getting checked. And I'm like, man. <laughs> and so Jason Spencer, um, who's our academic advisor, I'm like, man, why y'all keep picking on me? Like, I'm in here having these conversations with them. Mm-hmm. And I had to say, no, it's you, mm-hmm. you know. And what's crazy is Jason's academic advisor, I think, at Tennessee State or something. And I had to thank him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wrote him and thanked him for always checking my classes and being on me, man. Mm-hmm. But the day I sat back and said, man, it is you. Right. And you need to take ownership and change and right. be more accountable. I am not a victim here. Not a vi- There's yeah. not someone who's giving me extra attention because they're out. <laughs> right. To, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know, they're no, not exactly. out to get me. 
I, I control these things. And right. If I control them, discipline's freedom. And, and two, I, I man, anybody on my back. You know, I'm in a blessed position. I'm mm-hmm. at Missouri playing football, getting an education, yeah. playing with some great athletes. Um, no, no cares in the world. Yeah. Like literally none. Yeah. Um, and so you have to think about all those things. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I was around, you know, you know, doing crazy things. But yeah, at, yeah. at the same time, like. Everything adds up, man, mm-hmm. you know, and every little thing matters. And that's the thing I think I learned from Coach Pinkles. Everything you do yeah. matters, you know. And so yeah. um, the greatest advice I got from Coach Odom, it's very simple. Um, and he said, Jarrell, if you do the right thing every day, you make the right choices every day, things will work out. <laughs> and that, that was it. I was like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah. Is I believe they call that an elegant solution. <laughs> right, right, right. It's very simple right. and it works real well. Yep. They're just really complex to yep, get yourself absolutely, to do them Absolutely, absolutely, man. So you, you play. You remember what was the biggest stadium you played in? Biggest crowd you played in front of? Uh, Texas A&M, man. You know they go like the twelfth man is hundred plus. Oh, uh, so we played uh-huh. Texas A&M. Uh-huh. Um, that was that was really awesome. Uh-huh. Um, and and you guys you guys played well. Uh, did you all play for conference championship? Yeah, yeah, man. We played well that year. So we go into Texas A&M. We are. I believe five and zero, oh. mm-hmm. um, and so it was a really big game for us going into College Station. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Tannehill was playing wide receiver at that time, mm-hmm. um, but they really had a really good team. Mike Sherman, who was coaching the Packers, was the head coach at the time, mm-hmm. um, and so we go in there, we kind of dominate them that day, thirty-eight twelve, mm-hmm. and they were ranked the next week. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, man. And so, um, but that was a big one. That was a big game right there. Mm-hmm. Tell me, uh, we talked a little bit about the insight ball. I was trying to figure out. I had a buddy who was uh, going to med school in Iowa, yeah. and he says, hey, I got these tickets. Right, right, and right. I said, all right, cool. And, and I don't remember if I was there in 2010 or 2011, but 2010, you all go to the inside ball. Right, right, right. And uh, you, so you play Iowa. Yeah. But that's like a – like you, you gave me a little rundown of it, and I was kind of like, whoa. Right. Like, yeah. so you're talking about, uh, you know, who were some of the players in that game? Oh man, uh, like I said, man, like you when you play at that level or any level, man, there's some good talent, yeah. you know, and you know you think you're talented, you're like, whoa, that dude can play some ball, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Ricky Stanzi, who played a little bit for the Chiefs, was the quarterback for the uh, Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot the DN; he was drafted first round um, by the the Atlanta Falcons for the Hawkeyes. But then we had Alden Smith. Uh-huh. I mean, he was a beast, man. Um, just we talked to him about Carolla. He's a D lineman that he go play for San Francisco. Yeah, first yeah, round pick. He is good. Yeah, he can roll out of the bed, uh, roll out of the bed with Cole in his eye and have three sacks. <laughs> yeah, no, he was really good. Um, Blaine Gabbert was our quarterback that day. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we're really good players. Xavier Gooden, who played for the Titans, um, and so Dominic Hamilton was our defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Played for the Giants and Odell Beckham in, in those years, and so. Real, real good talent on the field. Micah Hyde, who's still in the NFL to this day, and I'm 35, and I'm like, dude, these dudes playing still. <laughs> Do you have like a player who is either a player you watched and admired, or or you know a teammate player who was a mentor for you? Anybody in particular stick out in those capacities? Um, to be honest, man. So, kind of how I define my years in football um, is. You know, we're player, players respect players, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and so some – I look at it like, man, who are the ballers that I played with? And, mm-hmm. like, where you're like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I got three. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I can break it down to leaders. So, like, the three ballers that I've seen ball, and I was like, as a good player, I'm sitting there like, dude, this dude is good. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah Masoli, okay. who went on to be the Oregon quarterback um, my freshman year at City College of San Francisco, threw 33 touchdowns and two picks, threw wow. the two picks in week two. You know, so the rest of the year they throw a pick. Um, Denario Alexander at the University of Missouri, uh, my junior year caught for 1,800 yards, uh, went crazy. That'll do. And so, yeah, no, I'm like, whoa. And so, and then Tariq Bitson here when he caught for 1,300 yards in eight games. Yeah, yeah. And so those three stick out in my mind. But when you're talking like, you know, um, I've had great teammates, man. And mm-hmm. I think that's what I tell these guys, man. Like, you'll always remember your, your teammates. Right. Yeah, we remember the games, the plays. Right. But what about the time in the locker room or the yeah. time you went over on Super Bowl Sunday and everybody cooked out? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know. Um, Burgers with the boys. The yeah. summer, 4th of July, you yeah. couldn't go home. So, you're hanging out with the fellas, man. And mm-hmm. so, those are – so. Robert Steeples, one of my funniest teammates at the University of Missouri, <laughs> is now the cornerbacks coach at LSU. Awesome. Um, Kip Edwards, Dominique Hamilton, like all these dudes are great teammates, man, mm-hmm. and it's just dudes you'll remember for life. Man. Right. So that's yeah. what I remember mostly. At a Missouri. couple of them are still in your group text. Oh yeah, for sure, stuff. man. They all we we all keeping keeping contact, yeah. and man, so those are the things I remember the most, man. Is the times we spent together. Like, even on the bus with Robert yeah. Steeples, you're not supposed to talk, and he's smirking at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so those are the things you remember right there. And we're not watching any movies. Yeah, we lost. yeah, yeah, yeah. We <laughs> lost, man. And I remember I answered a, a phone call after a loss at Oklahoma State, and all my teammates were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I think on the bus, we were always – Put so and so's highlight tape yeah, on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That, or put so and so's mama's house on. Or yeah, something. yep. Oh, uh, the bus. <clears throat> so, you put together a pretty good career, coach, and you have uh, your pro day tape is still out. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, no doubt. You know, hope that they don't figure out Rick Ross is on there in the background. I don't, I don't <laughs> right. want him to get pulled, but um, you have yourself a pro day. Yeah, it's pretty solid pro day. I think I remember a four five forty, um, solid bench press yeah. numbers. Your weights at like two twelve. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. More than that. Yep. Tell me about your pro day experience. Uh, the pro day experience was good, man. I mean, uh, anytime you can, anytime you can get in front of, uh, you know what you've been trying to do your whole life. Man, that's some real good competition. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Here it is, the highest level, the Mm -hmm. highest of the high. Mm -hmm. Um, What I will say, though, about myself, man, is, uh, you know, I think I I half-stepped it. Yeah? Um, Yeah, no doubt, man. Um, And this is why I'm, even in my coaching, man, I'm very honest with my guys about you can't BS stuff, you know? Um, So what do you mean? You just didn't take it seriously? Or did you say... I don't know. That's, I think I'm done with football. Like, what was that like? No, I, I think you know. I, I, mentally, I was. I may have been done with football as far as you know, the, putting the effort in. Right, you know, right. I'm, I'm in my last semester, getting ready to graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm on campus, but I am working out. But I am talking about when you need to t- mentally, physically, mm-hmm. workout wise, take it to another level. Right. I did not do that. Mm. Um, you know, I'm still hanging out on Friday, Saturday night at the yeah, yeah, yeah. field house. You know what right. I mean? And so you, you didn't do everything. Exactly. You I did, did what you were supposed to. Right. Well, but you didn't figure out what else you had. To well, do. no, no, no. I, I think I, I did what I thought I was supposed oh, to. Okay. I didn't do what was necessary to play at that level. Mm-hmm. Like, every, like I did what was necessary to play at Power Five. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about the NFL and the margin of error in the NFL. 
you need to be doing My everything. Like game yeah, of yeah, no, that's what, and that's, so that's what I try to tell these guys, man. You know, you come, coach, I want to play in the league. Right. Well, does your everyday action say that? Yeah. I'm talking literally every day. Because showing up on time, yep. eating right, sleep. These are implied now. Right, exactly. Like, you're there's not no. special for doing exactly. what you're supposed to. Whereas Coach Pink and those guys are on you about what you eat. No, 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 no. What are you doing every day as a grown man right. who's getting paid? Right, right, right. Um, and, and so uh, I think that's where I was at with it mentally is, yeah, I, I'm good enough to go to the league, but that's just that's not enough. That's mm-hmm. not enough. Mm-hmm. So you exit the game. Yep. Right? Uh, how long until you get back into the game? Oh, man, it was a few years. I mean yeah. – I think ESPN wrote an article on this of of people who stopped playing Division One sports, whether it's basketball or football, and, uh-huh. and how they mentally kind of struggle integrating themselves back into society. Because it's a big deal, yeah. right? Well, you go from you know all these resources and support to boom, you're on an island. Figure it out. You're on, you know, Island Jarrell Harris. Yeah, yeah. And now so it's time to eat for you, to right? Be head coach of you, right? And figure out your destiny, right, man. And so. Uh, you, you're trying to figure out, you know, where you're going in life, man. And I think it's stuff that a lot of people go through. But yeah. when you're playing college football, you don't get that real work experience or anything like that. So you're trying to find out yeah. what what gives me that that, that yeah. itch that, that football gave me, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, you're working odd jobs, just right. trying to keep some money in your pocket. I mean, yeah. I worked at a Playing. lot. Playing recley softball. Yeah, yeah, man. Playing flag on Sundays yeah. and going and so pulling a hamstring. Turkey and, bowl. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, and so, um, I'm. Uh, what's crazy is when I'm hanging out with a few friends that coach basketball, and uh, one of my friends has like 50 kids in the gym, and he's like, "Man, you want the freshman team?" And I'm like, "Yeah, come on." <laughs> and so, what's crazy? I start giving a few instructions, and mm-hmm. I'm like, I made a few adjustments. Like, oh, this is pretty cool. Uh-huh. And I just remember going home that night, and I couldn't stop thinking about, okay, how can I get this team to, to play hard? Yeah. You know what I mean? And so that's where the wheels got turned. Yeah, right I mean, that seems like the first time yeah. that you give them the puzzle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, absolutely. Hey, if you motivate this player and you coach this player, right, and you right, correct right. this, and you get them to like each other a little bit differently, yeah. whatever it is. That puzzle, and then well, all of a sudden absolutely. you got a green side. Absolutely. I think that's the most beautiful part right yeah, there yeah, is the yeah. puzzle of, mm-hmm. you know, and it was cool making plays and being out there with your teammates, right. but there was something else that that got me going when it's on you to put the player mm-hmm. um, in position. But also, too, how can you get these guys motivated to yeah. play, you know? Right. And so basketball was – I think it was a great experience for me because it's so intimate. Yeah. There's 12, 15 players. Yeah. And so every player think they can play and go to the NBA and da 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 And so you're, you're, you're always face-to-face with the player, um, giving instructions. So I think basketball – that was my first introduction to coaching because, like I said, it was my first love. It always brings you back, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I loved coaching basketball, the strategic side of it, of, you know, scoring points and defending. You, and see, so, that, you see that experience as a blessing? Oh, it was a blessing because here, here's why. Um, so I coached AAU basketball, right? And so there is no watching film, mm-hmm. right, of the opponent the night before mm-hmm. or a week before. You show up to the AAU game. Mm-hmm. You watch them and war- the team you're going against in warm-ups. 
but you're literally adjusting on the fly every single game because mm-hmm. you you don't know these teams, right? right? And so you're literally doing in-game adjustments literally mm-hmm. every single moment. Mm-hmm. And so these were really good for me as far as, you know, uh, uh, strategic adjustments, um, substitution, mm-hmm. and all of these things. Because right. they're going on. And, cause, and in high school you, or AAU, you're the only coach on the bench. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have assistance to, hey, what do you think about yeah, this? Yeah, we it's only boom. have this many timeouts left. Right, right. No, it's boom, 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 boom. It's all on you. Um, and so those things were – those things really helped me out for sure. What are – you know, and, and – I, I liken that to just I was blessed to have the experience of coaching people and exercise. Yeah. Because I love being a part of training and stuff like that. And the first couple of dudes I coached were my friends in my garage, like a weirdo. Yeah, like, yeah, hey. yeah. But it was this, <laughs> but it was this no consequence. Right, right, right. Something that I was competent at, something that I loved, and it got me going. And that's right. what started my journey towards towards teaching. Yeah. And, and uh, it's crazy how that happens. Huh? It's, I just kind of find you. It's definitely God given. Yeah, it's like, yeah, no, it finds but, you. But I, I, I would encourage other people that if they do have an itch or they think they yeah. might have an itch. Find a freshman basketball no, team. No, seriously, man. Find a couple of ladies down at the it's, Y that yeah, want to get in shape thing, or something man. like that. Yeah. You know, because I, I guarantee that was not a lucrative situation. Not at all. To not coach a, that um, No, not at all. That, that freshman me. team, no. I think I made 100 bucks right. for the semester. The first exactly. two students I taught macroeconomics at TUSJC. Yeah, man. But you get the opportunity to figure out, like, oh, is this a real thing? That's pretty – yeah, and what's crazy and, is, and though – so, so that trips you trigger. Yeah, and yeah. so what's the next coaching move from there? So man, you know, so um, I'm I'm knee deep in basketball coaching, and man, I really wanted to coach basketball, mm-hmm. but my resume doesn't say basketball, right. so it'll be a harder road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm starting to realize, like, okay, maybe I need to dabble in a little football. Okay, and don't get me wrong, I liked, fo- I, I I loved football. Don't get me wrong, uh-huh. but I just love the intimate part of basketball. Yeah. Fifteen players of right. being involved with these guys. Um, Football and all of the players, all the moving parts, it just didn't, at first, it didn't intrigue me. Coach, it's the most complicated. You know, I think yeah. now, like I'm like reading books and books and books about organizational yeah. behavior and how you get people to adopt a new thing yeah. that saves them time and makes them more money right. and no one wants to do it. I'm just like, how do you get yeah. 120, yeah. 18 to 22 year yeah, olds? Man to execute on it and it just it, it blows well, it blows look, my mind well what's crazy is I was, I was thinking back to my teams and I'm like like yeah we were good but my coaches man we we were giving them hell <laughs> they were they, earning it kids man yeah you know yeah I mean? so um but it's crazy like you said man it just it just pops in front of you yeah and so I am at my nephew's house he lit he's going to Las Vegas high school mm-hmm. um and I'm he, they're in um, what you call hell week. We don't yeah, do it yeah, nowadays. Yeah. Right, though, right, right. It's um, illegal now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, NCAA, we don't do that, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I get a call that he's been in a fender bender right across wow, the street, bummer. right? Uh-huh. So um, his mom calls us. Oh, my God. I'm like, okay, Save calm him. down. Yeah, yeah, let me go over there. It's literally a fender bender. He's standing uh-huh. outside the car. But the, the coach is there, the head coach. And uh, he goes, you Jarrell Harrison? And mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. It's like, man, I coached against you back in the state game, blah, 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 back in 2000, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you trying to coach? And I was like, yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, I don't got a spot on varsity this year, but JV, man, if you want to mm-hmm. come on down. So I started coaching the DBs on JV, mm-hmm. uh, and boom. Next year I was coaching the DBs on varsity, mm-hmm. and that was 2015. 
Um, so you had an idea about getting back into the game of yeah. football. You agreed to it. You had this God-given serendipity opportunity yeah, yeah, yeah. that occurs. What's that first year coaching JV? I know it's JVDBs, but I mean, were you just like, oh, you know, did it just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, man, you got back under the lights, right? Yeah. It was Thursday, but it's, you know, I think what I the competition, man, yeah. the, the lights, the the the, right. the summer grind, right? right? The, right. the the hanging out Looking in between practice. Hey, you gonna be that guy or not? Yeah, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. man. But also too, the the coaching is a little different than basketball, right? Uh-huh. Um, this hands on. Yeah. Um, the attitudes are a little different than basketball. You know, it's right. more of a. I'll give the body for the team. Where yeah, basketball, yeah, I was yeah. like, ah, I don't know about that charge. Yeah, you know what I mean? More business. Decisions. Yeah, man. And so, um, but it got the juices flowing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You hear a tackle, the pass crunching, or you're trying to strategize on how to stop this team's passing game, mm-hmm. or you're trying to motivate a kid to run to the football. Mm-hmm. It got my juices going again. Yeah. So it, it was honestly, it, I didn't care about coaching JV. Me, I, I just wanted to coach. It mm-hmm. didn't matter about the dollar signs. Right. And then I didn't care. I, you well, know, it was it was just about calling, coaching. Right? Yeah, it was just I mean, about coaching. Doesn't mean that it can't be lucrative, but right. Really, no, exactly. Yeah, for sure. A, uh, it's more passion. More right? man. This I would be suffering. This is what we're. This yeah. is and, and what's crazy is too, man. You get you know the JV team I had. You know they oh, coach you played at Missouri. What can I do? Mm. You know, or how can I how can I play better? And so you get in those questions. Now you're like. You get into those teaching modes. All right, yeah. well, come on in. And now you've been talking right. for an hour. You don't even know it. Yeah, yeah. Where I can't do that with anything else, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you look up, it's like, oh, damn, man, we need to get you home. You know, that type mm-hmm. of deal. And so mm-hmm. that's when I was like, all right. Um, and so coaching at Vegas High School, I was actually um, just looking around like, man, people are making a living out of coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's crazy is I actually Googled my coach's salaries at Missouri because mm-hmm. I was unaware, you know. Oh, pretty nice. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, yeah. okay, I'm doing so this. This is a legitimate thing. No, for sure. Well, here I am putting four quarters together to get on the yeah. bus to yeah, catch, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I'm like, yes, I do love, uh, trust me, I love coaching, but it would be yeah. awesome to make a living too from yeah. this and well, still keep those same principles. Because, I, you know, I'm the son of a teacher, you know, yeah. it's not a whole lot. And I, I remember just, I look back to things that I saw that people were like making careers out of and just being a hater. Just, yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, okay, professional paintball. Right, right, and right. Now, those guys yeah, yeah. are my age and they own gun companies. No doubt. And I'm like, oh. No doubt, man. Because I had just a different mindset about it at the time. Yeah. Real scarce. Yeah, no real, doubt. Real zero sum yeah, type yeah. of thing. It's like, no, if you right. are the kind of person that will get a hoop and be the only one on that mofo yeah, yep. forever. Yep. Or you go to the thing by yourself and right. you obsess about these things. The sky is the limit. The sky is the limit. It's so, like, so it's like, okay, yeah. this is, this isn't just a game. Right. No, right? it's not. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. a legitimate calling and right, opportunity. Right, right. And I bet you do some more Googling. What else you find? Yeah. Out? Yeah. So then I, I was just like, Whoa, these dudes are getting paid to coach mm-hmm. the same thing. I'm pouring my heart into right now. Mm-hmm. But I got zero dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, right, right. I'm uh, we're we're putting twenty bucks to get a pizza. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's when I was like, ah, let me check into graduate assistant work and all mm-hmm. of that stuff, and started putting in, you know, applications because I wanted to coach college. I knew that you know me playing at Missouri could help that yeah. rather than basketball, and and so just started attacking that angle because I wanted mm-hmm. to coach college football. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm 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 destined. I'm I'm hungry. You mm-hmm. know and 
you know, finally got a call back. Mm-hmm. Who's your call back from? Adam State University. There you know, we I go. get a, um, I get a call from uh, OJ Staggs, mm-hmm. uh, old DC here. Um, and, and so this is why it's all about connection and extension, what we talked about earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Jay Staggs was uh, my official visit host um, at UNLV when I took my first visit my senior year. Okay. So we meet in 2004. Um, he's hosting me. We have a good time. That was the last time I saw him. Uh-huh. Um, really good experience, though. And so here it is 12 years later, 2016, and he's, oh, Ben, I remember you, blah, blah, blah. Call me, interview me, boom, hired, let's go. Um, he's like, hey, man, I got f- we can pay you 400 bucks a month. Mm-hmm. I got a master's tuition waiver, mm-hmm. and you can sleep on my couch. Sold. Deal. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I had 300 bucks in my pocket. I bought a flight to Colorado Springs. It was like 260 uh-huh. Um, And I'm, I'm out here a day later. Yeah. And it's time to go. Making it happen, eating Rolos for dinner and making it happen. And whatever you got to do to to make your dream happen. And it wasn't about the money. It was about yeah. the chance to start a career. The money right. will come. You well, know, it'll come. Chance to start, chance to get experience. Oh, absolutely. Man. I have a love-hate, you know, relationship with interns, you know, and internships as far as Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, no doubt. You know, no doubt. I, I would go there, but that's not a paid intern. I'm like, well, yeah. you can't do anything. So no, exactly. So why you're really, you know, upset yeah. about this yeah, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. But that's also me, right, my right. own value set, and there's some good points that right. some people are taking advantage. But kudos to people like yourself that are right, saying right. this is about the experience. Man, man, I this think, isn't about what I get. This is about what I get right. that I get to use for the next rest of my life. Right, to, you know. Right, and then I think coaching too is a uh, it's a long term thing. You yeah. know, um, if you're looking for any yeah, short term, you're an overnight success yeah, ten years later. Yes, exactly. <laughs> if you're looking for anything short term, you're in the wrong business, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's all about the long term, man. I I just want an opportunity, man. What is it your your first experience like rolling in here to the dirty mo? <laughs> had you come in sight unseen? Yeah, sight unseen, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew obviously Tyree had yeah, one here, yeah. so that was the first person I called when I got the job. Mm-hmm. Um. But honestly, I didn't care. Yeah. And I could have, we could have been on the moon. You're right. You know what I mean? I'm being yeah. honest with you, man. But when Our I was. house sucks. Why well, live in a cardboard box? I like you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I was on the. And so what, what, when I get here, I'm, this is more than enough, uh-huh. man. I, I, we got a facility. We got a facility. I got yeah. a place to lay my head and uh-huh. a place to coach football. Um, and honestly, man, at the point in my life, I was. Alamosa is what I needed. Mm-hmm. I came to. Alamosa in search of myself. Yeah. Um, yes, I was coaching in Vegas, but yeah. nothing was ever settled. Like, I was living with friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, still trying to get settled in my own life. Mm-hmm. And so you get here to Alamosa where everything is, like, slowed down. Real slow. Real slow. And right. I'm getting my education. That would be nice to everyone. Right. see them at Walmart right. today. Right, right. But yeah. also, too, hey, sit down. Yeah. You know? Do your homework. Yeah. Uh, get this master's degree. Right, We're in right. Vegas. It's here, 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 here. Oh, yeah. You know, and so I was able to sit down, coach football, get a master's. Yeah. Um, master's in leadership. Powerful. Yeah, yeah. Powerful absolutely. MBA program. Yes, absolutely, man. And so that right there changed my life, man. So I'm always grateful to Alamosa as it helped me settle down, mm-hmm. find myself, find what I wanted to do, but also give me the tools mm-hmm. to ultimately pursue that with a master's and my coaching experience here. Mm-hmm. So you start 
not coaching DB. So you start coaching running backs, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that like for you switching the, you know, I mean, you're around ball, but what was it Was it different for you to coach that position? What was that like? Yeah, very different, man. Tyreek, a freshman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Maybe no, he, not. No, he wasn't. We had Corey Brown, uh, uh-huh. Tyree Harris. Okay. Um, and so um, Chad Hovas was here, but yeah, he was Chad a running back, wide receiver. Uh-huh. Um, but it was very different, but I was up for the challenge. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't done offense since high school. Uh-huh. Um, and so it was something new. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to be around offensive-minded guys. Yeah. And so for me, it was a challenge, but also going in to learn. Like, I just sat back and – like, I tell people all the time, I got my master's in business administration leadership, mm-hmm. but I also got a master's in offense for two years. Oh, yeah, because you're I working with how, some wizards. And yeah. that is a really good offense. Yeah, yeah. And – but, you know, I learned – the, the details up front because as a defensive back, he's just sitting there. Okay, what's the coverage, coach? Uh-huh. You know, I don't even know this what a th- area. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't even know what a three is right, or, right, right. or what a what a what a NT stunt is. You know, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Right. Um. Right. You know, I don't need to know how inside. So you get out of the silo. Right. Yeah. Those yeah, are exactly. things that make me ever nervous about coaching football. Is like all I know how to do is stick my hand in the dirt right, right, right. and go down the line if it's away from me, and then you know spill something if it comes. Right. Through, you know. Uh, but so you get to you get to say oh. I get to deconstruct it. Yes, yes. On the other side. Absolutely. So you, so you get the M- well, masters a, in offense. Yeah, well, like it's that. amazing to – it's amazing what you can learn if you just listen. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I would just sit back and listen in the oh. run game meetings and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and now I can, boom, recite it myself. And mm-hmm. so, like I said, it was a masters in offense. Um, I knew one day I would get back to defense and this would be beneficial mm-hmm. because I saw how offensive game plans were put together. Oh, I saw sure. how people wanted to call or our offensive guys wanted to call the game mm-hmm. here in the middle of the uh, in the middle of the field opposed mm-hmm. to the red zone. Um, I understood how they wanted to get the run game going, what mm-hmm. they would call on third day. Because I'm in these meetings. Gave me your secrets. Yeah, no, absolutely, Gave me your man. Secrets. So it was You're just messed up. Yeah, it was just. And what's crazy is you don't even notice, but in there I'm like a mad scientist, like a mad spy. Like, I got, <laughs> yeah, 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 like I'm going to take all of this, the man. Mole, so, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really good, man. It was really good for me to learn the other aspects of the football game mm-hmm. um, up front, um, you know, even from quarterback reads, man, mm-hmm. like of how to dissect. Uh, pass concepts, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that. When to run a ball, you know, all of that stuff, man. It was, it was amazing. And you got to coach some really good players, right? You mentioned Chad Hovass. Um, I got to see him play with, you know, the, yeah. the Harlan Hill candidate. Yeah. His quarterback was also very good. Can mm-hmm. you help me with his name? Nick Rooney. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he was a yeah. he was a killer. Tyreek Bitson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, other very good receivers. Yeah, yeah, man. Marquis Sorrell. Yeah, Marquis Sorrell was good. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, I come back. You had mentioned, you know, when you try when you get done with college, you know, like I was still local, but I wasn't trying to go, you know, yeah, like I, was yeah, trying, yeah. I was trying to like do a career. Yeah, you know, yeah. I was doing my master, you know, and yep. so it was like I like I also felt like I'm not a part of that anymore, you know. Like right? I put like yeah, a bunch yeah. Of no, weird, no doubt. No I put doubt. a bunch of weird yeah. like pressure on myself. Yeah, that, I, that's a interesting. And like divorced yeah. myself from yep. Adam yep. State to where like I didn't, you know, pretend I didn't play football. Yeah, I don't know that. Like, what I, are you talking I, about? I didn't open that. I didn't open conversations. Right, with right, that, right. You know? And that was, you know, for me that meant like I made it to a couple of Western games every now and right, then, right. but it was just a casual observer. Mm-hmm. And even the first three years I was teaching here. You know, Chad was in my class, and it's like three classes in, and I go, you're a receiver, huh? And you're a good receiver. And he goes, oh, I'm doing okay. And I'm right, like, okay. Yeah. And, you know, and then yeah, I had to talk yeah. football with him a little bit. 
Yeah, but man. but you coach some, you know, so you were a part of a staff coaching some really really good offenses. Yeah, man, the offenses were humming, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that right now. Um, mm-hmm. Chad Hovass is probably, uh, oh, and I didn't mention him earlier. He's one of the best guys I've ever seen play this game, man. Mm-hmm. Um, the things he would do on the field, but also the type of person he was too, man. And, and you know what's crazy is, it, it's interesting that when coaches talk about their best players or that. They were good people. Right. Like, it's always funny how that correlates, man. Yeah. And, um, they were dependable, reliable. Right. Um, but Chad, man, anytime he needed anything, he's going to show up, man. Mm-hmm. And so those are the guys that you want to go to war with, man. Mm-hmm. Um, he bleeds out of state. Yeah. I mean, he would go out there with one arm, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and straight do cats up, man. And so <laughs> Chad was a baller, man. Well, he's got the stats to show it. Yeah. He has the – the coaches that, yeah. you know, um, talk about him and reverence. And he's also got, you know, and, and that's like anytime I talk to anybody that I played with who played, you know, who's younger than me, if they tell me positive things about things that they saw me, you know, and yeah. I just think about Ian Friday. Right, right? yeah, yeah, Ian yeah. Ian Friday, yeah, seeing Chad Hobass out there, and the, that was the blueprint. Yep. Right, yep. that's that's how you work. Yeah, yeah. And, and just – that's you know that's a magic yeah, yeah exactly man but that's what you want man when mm-hmm. you build a program right mm-hmm. the the foundation to teach the the newcomers mm-hmm. right so that the coaches don't got to do much talking man right. and so um if we can get some more chad hovosses in the end fridays we'll be all right <laughs> yeah, we'll be good yeah, we'll be all right so uh let's talk about things that aren't real good yeah. right so um there's a couple of head coaches in there like I said, I hadn't been as involved with the program and hadn't built relationships with them. Um, and I'm just kind of a casual, you know, observer stuff. But then we have the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So with curses, there's also opportunities that I want to talk to you about. But so we have the pandemic. Things have been getting weird. But, t- but tell me, what's that like, right? So you go, you're part of the staff, you're coaching. Um, and then COVID hits. Yeah, you know you're tuning up for spring ball right, in right, early right. March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell yeah. me the story from there. Oh man, what's crazy is uh, we were actually getting ready for practice. Okay, day, you know, like uh-huh. I, we're not gonna be practicing today. Yeah, and, and well, I was remember sitting at my desk getting my special team stuff ready or mm-hmm. whatever for the day. Um, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a meeting," and I'm thinking. Uh, and then that's when they were like, yeah, we're going to shut everything down. I'm thinking, oh, whoa, okay, this is serious. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you read, I'm reading about it and yeah, all yeah, this, yeah. and then, boom, now it's it's really serious. Right. Everything gets shut down. and So you got to adapt to different things. Kids get sent home, so we're trying to mm-hmm. Google meeting, Zoom, make sure guys are turning in assignments. Happen, yeah, 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 man. So, I mean, one thing the pandemic, it made sure you were resourceful and doing different things. and. Blessing and a curse, right? Yes, I mean, yes, yes, absolutely. There were so. things that really got amped up from a technology perspective, from a resourcefulness right, perspective. Right, right, right. You know, things changed because you had to do stuff differently. Right. And that's, 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 that's how we're Yeah, it, yeah, right? absolutely, man. Um, so you're making it, you're making it happen. Doing, doing your best to figure stuff out. And then Coach Blankenship is no longer mm-hmm. a part of the staff. And that happens... Uh, yeah, it happens uh, actually early January. I okay. believe early January. All right. So uh, we have, it, it might be late December, early January, somewhere around that time, though. Because we have COVID. Yeah. Spring ball is canceled. We got a summer full of yeah. weirdness where everyone's supposed to go in when 
you know, with a stretchy with a stretchy band yeah. and prepare for maybe something. Yeah. The season's officially canceled. Um, and then at the end of what would have been that fall. Right. Uh, coach Blankenship's not going to be the uh, not going to be the coach anymore. Yeah, yeah, man. What what happens from there? Um, yeah, coach Blank takes a job uh, in Oklahoma. Right. Probably, you know, Really good for him and his family being right, back right. home and stuff like that. Um, then, you know, I get a call from Kalen, who's the interim AD at the at that time. Uh-huh. Um, now the acting AD. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just got the conversations about, you know, me becoming the interim head coach and what she thinks I could do to help the program and keep the program running. Mm-hmm. And I agreed with her. So she asked me if I was willing to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the day after my – 34th birthday, mm-hmm. um, I get the call and offer the, the interim head coaching job. And that is, that's January. January 5th. January <laughs> yeah, 5th. Yeah, yeah. January well, the 5th. Yep. So, January the 5th, the story I was told was that you were driving to Vegas, got the call, and then you turned around. No, no, I was actually in Vegas. Oh. I was going to, my birthday was literally the day before, so I was just going to hang out. Yeah. You know, catch my breath on the 5th. Uh-huh. Drive back to six. Was your mind space a oh, Coach Blank's out? I must be out too. Um, no, my mind space was um, honestly, I think there's a chance. You know, I had been here for a while, recruited a lot of guys. Okay, but I had no coordinating experience, and so mm-hmm. usually there's a you know yeah. hierarchy or there's whatever a, you yeah, were, yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. There's and, steps. There's levels. Yeah, yeah. There's steps. There's yeah. levels, but sometimes those need to be skipped. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so, honestly, when I got the call, that's when I was like, okay, you know, let's let's figure this thing out. And mm-hmm. so, offered it to me, and uh, I hopped on Zoom right away with the guys. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody was excited. Everybody was excited. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, for the relationships that I have with certain players that, you know, they, they updated me. Yeah. And they were pumped. Yeah, and, yeah. And that was something that started to grab my attention was their response. Because I could remember when, you know, my – Sophomore year of high school, mm-hmm. we had a coaching transition, and you know there was a petition that it was going to be right. Coach Rags and one of my men. I was like, oh, you know. So I had that experience. I also had the experience of the guy recruiting me, leaving, and then coming right, back. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I remember those, you know, like you know, yeah. And that looked like what we had. Right, and that right. Gave me right. something to just be positive about for a change, no doubt, right? Because obviously it's kind of a dark time. And stuff no like doubt. That, but I was like, man. These guys are pumped about this. Right, no These doubt. These guys are pumped about, you know, Coach Harris. And I ain't met you by that. Yeah, so yeah. I might have darkened the door right, a right, couple right. of times. Right, but It wasn't something I was making a habit of. Yeah. And uh, so you get the call. Yeah. Right? You're called to step up. Yep. And you do. Tell me about those initial months. Oh, man. From, you know, because yeah. you're interim from January to April. April. Yeah. So Late April. So, so tell me about being an interim coach through yeah. uh, a COVID weird, probably one of the more re- important times yeah. for a team. All right, so you got to think of it from a few different angles, okay. right? Um, and here how here's how I was thinking about or thinking to approach it, and I did. Okay, so you had to think of it from a recruiting angle. Okay, mm-hmm. we got to get some recruits in here. We got to start right away. We're already behind the eight ball. Yeah. Okay, then we got to recruit the team we already have here. Yeah. You know, to buy into what we're trying to do. Yeah, you got new work and old business. Then from another angle, establish the culture that I want. Mm-hmm. 
confidently enough, even though I'm the intern. You yeah. know what I mean? Because there's still a chance I might not get it, right? right? Very talented coaches out there that would love this job. Um, but I'm going to approach it every day in those three facets of getting those three facets better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that, that was, so that was recruit, build a culture. Yep. Was and recruit the recruit the oh, guys okay. we've had Retain. here. Yep, absolutely. Okay. And so we went to. I got in. I think January sixth. Uh-huh. We went to recruit it right away. Um, I mean, it was. I think so. And also, too, people don't know this, but I had four coaches all spring. Yeah. Um, no, you, you, yeah. you had you, Coach Crowther, right. Coach Ellis, Coach German. German. Yep. And you. Yep. That's it. Yeah, man. So, um, no offensive coordinator, um, you know, no receivers coaches, mm-hmm. uh, no linebacker coaches, no de- interim, yeah. interim title. Yeah. Impossible task. Yes. yes and yes. a skeleton crew. Right, 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 right. Let's go. And so, you know, we never made excuses. So, yeah. we recruited. We brought in like 20-something people, uh-huh. which we were we were already four weeks behind the eight ball. So, mm-hmm. um, brought in Big Gene in that class. So, that was a good get. Um, Big Gene. But, like I said, the development, though, we were kind of behind. And so mm-hmm. we get the spring ball. I mean, I'm coaching the quarterbacks. Then I'm running over to coach the receivers. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going over to coach the DBs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and so then Pretty we well. get the team. I'm calling the offense. Now, now you know. I want to I tell you, so yeah, we, yeah. we can start talking about when you and I first bumped shoulders. So I first bump into Coach Crowther, uh, say hi to him. Yeah, you know, he's, yeah, yeah. He's my mentor. We're over by that's the, the guy, time. man. He's the guy. That's the that's the man. Yeah. And uh, um, but he tells me about. It. He's like, "Hey, we got to get you introduced. Yeah, right? you're really gonna like this guy." And we end up bumping shoulders. I can tell you studied some leadership, you know, because flattery will get you everywhere. Yeah, you yeah, asked yeah. me if I had any eligibility. Right, left, right, you know, yeah, get my, <laughs> get my shoulders right, back right. a little bit. But, yeah. Um, I liked you immediately, but I also learned from Tyree. I said, "Hey, congratulations!" I all, I literally thought that you, you know, because Tyree had said, "You know, my brother," and I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a legitimate brother." Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Didn't understand the whole thing. Right, right, right. I was like, "Oh, this is, you know, because right. Tyree's my blood, my yeah, teammate. Yeah, yeah. You know, we lived together for a month. I, I, now he's he's so successful. I tagged that on. I literally, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's the, he's a guy right now. <laughs> but um, but I met you. I liked you immediately. Right, no and doubt. I was at a, a precipice. I was at a you know a change in my life because I was going back to doctor. School. Yeah. And what I saw that I hadn't seen, maybe it had been happen, but at least you know I was paying attention to it was. It was study hall on Sundays. Yeah. It was yeah. study hall on Sundays. It was study hall on Sundays without fail because right. I was going back to doctor school. I'm freaking out. I'm like, can I do this? I'm yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing all these things, right. right? And I'm committing to be an educator. And like the day one where I'm feeling sorry for myself, I'm in there. Like the, the fellows are downstairs. Yeah. They're getting after it. And I go, whoa, they're coming off this craziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. And they're like, they're getting after it. They're study hall. And I started, you know, getting my cup filled up again right, from right, out of right, state right, football. Right. Yeah, you yeah. Know, specifically getting inspired by teammates. Something I hadn't, yeah. you know. Had no long time. Teammates, but, you know, but yeah, same thing, though. It's the same by, thing, by yeah. By fellow Adam State football right, players. Right, right. And that started to change, just change me. Change yeah, my heart yeah, around yeah. stuff. And. So not only are you, you know, figuring it out with the five coaches and handling right, right, this right, impossible right. task, right, uh, you know, and going through spring ball, you're also starting to implement that culture. And it seems like the, you correct me if I'm wrong, but the hub around that culture was 
W-I-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's important now? Right, win. right, right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yes, yeah, win, man. What's important now? Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get we got our core values, and mm-hmm. then win and no excuses is our identity. Mm-hmm. Um, so our core values are enthusiasm, honesty, respect, trust, and family. Um, you know, we're going to be enthusiastic about what we do mm-hmm. um, and who we do it with. Mm-hmm. We're going to be honest and yeah. upfront with each other. We're going to trust each other because if we have that, we don't have anything, man. Right. Um, a family, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're going to do it together. Yeah. Um, so those are our core values, the uh-huh. things that make us us. And then here's our identity. Right. When, what's important now, man? You've always, you know, as a young kid, you come home. Um, did you win the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, your buddies text you. Who won the game? So when you talk in that aspect, that win is uh, results-based, yeah, right? that's an outcome. Yeah, exactly. Ours is a process. What's important right now? Yeah. So in my day right now, this podcast here with AJ Webb right. is the most important thing in my day. You made the time, yeah. Um, right. And so for us, win is a process. Monday is just as important as Saturday. Mm-hmm. Am I winning on Monday? Yep. To put myself in position to win on Saturday. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, and in, in everyday life, oh, I can't wait to get to Friday, right? Yeah. Um, but what about Monday? Right. Like, we, what about Tuesday? Yeah. And so those are the things that I tell my guys. It's just small things. Mm-hmm. And win is about the details, mm-hmm. right? It's not about the outcome. Mm-hmm. It's about the details that lead yeah. to that outcome. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so when we're talking about win, we hear it break it down. Everybody says, oh, win. Well, you guys would want to attend. Well, that's not what we're talking about. Right. We're talking about a process that we're going to stick to no matter if we're 10-0 and 0 or if we're 1-10. and 10. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about win, that's what we're talking about, an everyday process that we believe in truly. And then we talk about no excuses. Mm-hmm. No matter how valid the excuse, mm-hmm. it never changes performance. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so you have children, right? Yeah. Uh, dad's working late. Mm-hmm. Uh, son has a party, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Tire breaks down on the way to the party. Dad is two hours late. The cake has been blown out. Yeah. Oh, son. Tire was on flat. I had to change it. I had to wait for AAA. Very valid excuse. Yeah. It's the truth. Right. Your son still remembers that you were late. Right. Right. And so the, the excuse, no matter how valid it is, right. never changes the performance. Mm-hmm. And so then we talk about, too, you can't have – both the performance habit and the excuse habit. Mm-hmm. They don't go together. Mm-hmm. And so you get, even you know, when we play, oh, coach, I didn't get it done because uh, – no excuses. Right. doesn't matter. You know, own, it. own it. 100%. Own it and let's move on. I didn't on. get it done because I didn't get it done. Exactly. And, and, and let's move on. So And so, honestly, man, you know, I get these from the coaches in my life. So mm-hmm. when uh, my senior year in high school, we were going to the state title game, um, the day – or that Monday, coach walks in. W dot I dot N. Mm-hmm. Boom. Talks to us about it. Yeah. So, boom, here we are. No excuses with Coach Pink. It's Coach Saban thing. So, Coach Pink and Coach Saban were roommates in okay. uh, college. Mm-hmm. So, if you ever see, like, anything in Alabama's facility that says no excuses, mm-hmm. well, that's what we had at Missouri, too. I think Lou Holtz might have had a little bit of win in his Yeah, yeah, too. yeah, no doubt. All of this stuff, man, look, there's nothing new yeah, under the sun. Nothing new under the sun no, at all, no. right? I mean, it's all, yeah. you know, uh, Bruce Lee, G. Kundo. Yep. D- uh, take what is useful, discard what is not. Yes, absolutely. So learn. Yep. And so, what's crazy is at Missouri, though, like, a coach will ask you a question. Right, like, hey son, why did you get an A gap? Well, coach, I got to see and so ah, stand up and say the words, and so you have to stand up in a meeting. Missouri football, no excuses. And they sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know, it's it's no excuses, man. Either mm-hmm. we're getting it done or we're not, man. Right. And uh, 
you know, we could talk about the reasons, whatever, and but right now, there's no excuses. Get it done. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I liked your, your, you know, when I had, again, getting a little fired up. Yeah, yeah. Getting a little fired up about Adam State football again. Start watching a yeah. little. Start watching a little football uh, on TV. What was I watching? Last Chance. You yeah, know, I watched yeah, the yeah, seasons yeah. with Jason Brown. Right, right. Who's also using the one acting. Yeah, yeah. But also just, just going through a bunch of stuff again. Because I'm finding myself as going to be Dr. Webb one day. Right, yeah, absolutely. There, but also just rekindling my passion, you know, for yeah, 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 yeah. football and figuring out. You know, and also getting a call from Coach Crowley. Like, hey, right. how can, you know. I, we have some ideas. What, what can what can we do to right. get AJ, a former flame holder, fire yeah. holder, to 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 contribute? And uh, but you know, and, and just thinking about the prioritization. Yeah. Because right? when I hear the win acronym, that's yeah. what I think about. Right, like, right. Okay, there's there's ten things I could do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can go blow off all the important ones. There's right. like the top one and top two at the top of my list, and I don't want to do either one. Of right. Them. But and again. A gentleman who's not all of his behavior was great, right. but he's got some very, uh, you know, he's an accomplished athlete and yeah. got some real good to say, Mike Tyson, right? Right, right, right. You know, discipline is doing something that you hate yes. the way that you love it. Right, right. Or, or yep. like you love it. Yep, yep, absolutely. Um, and I think about, you know, and even that, just being around that win in your culture mm -hmm. that you're building with it, it, it helps me. It's like, okay. I could, I, there's millions of things, unlimited yeah. things that I yep. could do right yep. now, especially if you, if you factor in the phone. God, yeah, 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 so yeah. Much there's cool some, stuff out there. Yeah, right? exactly. But what's the most important right thing? Right now. And, and <laughs> usually that's the most right. uncomfortable. Yep. And yeah. let's, let's go. Yep. Yeah. Let, let's yeah. go with truth and honesty and love and let's go, yep. let's go bang on that door for a while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Because I think, you know, I think you hit it on the head. Like, there's so many other things that you want to be doing. Mm -hmm. What is going to move me forward towards my ultimate goal, and what's important right now? Mm -hmm. um, and so, I mean, I think it can be used in many walks of life. Oh, after sure. a tough loss, yeah. after a tough, after a tough win, a big win, right, right. Um, you know, loss in your life that is hard to bounce back from, man. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so those that's the acronym I've been living by, um, mm -hmm. and I think it's very important too mm -hmm. to give these guys things that they can use through life, and it's not just football, coach. You know, I I, I still. My, you know, my, you know, Marty Heaton just gets inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, We're yeah. tagging him. Do right, nine five. Yeah, nine. yeah, these yeah. Things, these gifts that coaches gives these gifts. Yeah, the game right. That take us through. Take you everywhere. Us, you yeah. Know, do I get to run to a football with you know, uh, ten other people anymore? No, but not you know great what? effort makes yes. great things happen. Yes, that's I can what, remember that. Yep, absolutely. You know. Yep. Um, so you're working to establish this culture, retain. Retain these guys. You got a skeleton crew. You're yeah. recruiting new people. Um, and my observation is that you were putting in some work because we had some really good players roll in. Yeah. Like a couple of guys that I was in particular, like I got to spend all time with, uh, Aubrey Booker Curran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good player. Just, Monster hitter, man. Oh, yeah. I really enjoyed watching him play. Right, right, really right. Him, but I also enjoyed getting to know him, you know. Buying him a burrito after yeah, class yeah, and yeah, yeah. spending some time with him and listening. Great to him. kid, man. Yeah, great. And and so you you get you get going when and and I laugh because it's like you're officially the head coach in yeah. April. Yeah. Players lose their minds. They're really yeah, excited yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. But and then I'm like, April is four months away from yeah, yeah. August. Yeah. And we're not even talking like. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing. We're talking like three and some change. Yep. So, 
Tell me about that task a little bit, Coach. Yeah, man. Um, you know, obviously excited to get the job, but then you're like, all right, we got to go. Um, mm-hmm. I got to hire coaches. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't get Coach Riley here till August – or excuse me, late July. So mm-hmm. offensively and defensively, we're just steps behind other programs, man, as far as timing. Tell me about setting your staff, right? Because yeah. I really like your staff. I've gotten to spend some time with them. Um, Co- Coach Ellis is, I mean, yeah, just a he's a he's a I like him a lot, and he just happens to be a mutant. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. cool that you guys went to the same you know college. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so you got Coach Ellis as your D coordinator, yeah, yeah, yeah. monster, ten year pro in the CFL. Yep, yep. Um, wins the Apple Bowl by himself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Strip sack. A nice little pick there that yeah. he talks about. Yeah, yeah, no yep. doubt. And then you got Coach Riley, as your yeah. offensive coordinator. Yep. Um, tell me more. Where's Coach Riley come from? I haven't got to um, too Coach much Coach Riley is from Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, played his ball at JU Jacksonville University, okay. private university. Okay. Um, Pioneer League. Uh, was a receiver there. Mm-hmm. Um, got his degree. I want to think somewhere in the financial field. I know okay. he does. He's he's all of that he's stuff. Got that the numbers. Mind yeah. Look to him. He's yeah. Like, yeah. No doubt, man. And then yeah. honestly, got his master's here too. NBA oh, okay. program and. Leadership, and so when we talk about grinding, it's Harry because yeah. Riley knows about that, man. So glad to have him. Uh huh. And then uh, I've enjoyed spending some time with Coach German too. And yeah, yeah, coaching yeah. the Hoggers. Yeah, yeah. He's coaching the Hoggers, but I got to watch him coach some baseball too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt, here. man. Yeah, but I appreciate him too. See, so he's your line coach. Yeah, German. yeah, man. Uh, um, Ramirez. Yeah, well, Romero Rosales. Pardon me. Yeah, German Romero Rosales from San Diego. Yeah. Um, playing play, some uh, playing some D two football. Yeah, 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 at, man. D two. Uh, he was actually, I at, believe, he might have been in the RMAC his first year. I, 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 that's where um, I, I think he had at Western New Mexico. At Western New Mexico. Yep. Same thing, Coach Perkins. Yeah, Coach Spanish Perkins. Western they were teammates. Um, that was a little connection there. Mm-hmm. Kind of got Coach Perkins here, so they're familiar. So we play their alma mater. We lost last year to their alma mater, so we got to get them this year, man. Yeah, but, yeah, for sure. Um, oh, but you know, to. they're two great assets to the program, man, and uh, doing a great job for Adam State football, mm-hmm. recruiting wise. And, and we uh, got the the Sage Coach Crowther. Yeah, yeah. You know, God bless him. Yeah, Coach Crowther's the man. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we'll miss a couple of guys right now, but uh, uh, you get your staff set. Yeah. Right, and. Here's two th- observations, right? One was, first, nobody knew about the adversity of the first couple of games right. as far as like most of the offensive starters, including the starting quarterback, um, having to quarantine yeah. because of contact in an elevator, yeah, right? Yeah, so that's yeah. something that people I think should know. But then uh, also, I watched progress every single game. Right? Yeah, yeah. a minute. No doubt. I saw progress every single game from, uh, you know, less penalties right, to just right, right. different things like that. But I also saw and was, was very encouraged because I'd come out to practice and I'd yeah, take yeah. my son out there and yeah. we'd be, like, walking around and stuff. But uh, it might have been, like, maybe six six weeks in or something like that. My understanding was is that some players had skipped their COVID tests. Yeah, yeah. Which they oh, yes, do, yes. I forgot about that. Which yeah. they needed to do, right? <laughs> yeah. And I had kind of – not really heard about that. I don't know. I, I can't even tell you what like what order right, stuff right. happened, right? But what I saw was some wheelbarrows and some push-ups. Yeah, yeah, man. And what might have looked like some type of a reminder 
that getting your COVID test is an important thing to continue to do. So I was, yeah. I was like, whoa, yeah. things aren't exactly panning out in the outcomes the way that everybody would prefer. But I'm really encouraged to yeah, see yeah. that doesn't mean right. No, it doesn't absolutely, mean that this man. is okay. Well, just because things aren't going your way, right? The way you planned them, mm-hmm. the way you dreamed them, mm-hmm. doesn't mean you you all of a sudden can skip all the responsibilities, right. man. And so the little things make us who we are. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, happy with our record, mm-hmm. but I'm going to get up every morning and go to work and do what I need to do to get us better. Mm-hmm. And so that particular morning, we needed to be at COVID testing at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And, well, we weren't there. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we all need people to push us, man, yep. to hold us accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, and to hold us accountable at the right moments in our lives. Yeah. Um, I could have easily said, you know what, man, we're on whatever, you know. Hey, guys. But that's not how we're going to get it done. And that's not how we're going to do it here. Right. I, I run this, you know, right. not you. And that, so, w- that wouldn't have been truth. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have been truth. That wouldn't have been love. That wouldn't have been Yeah, honesty. and I think that's the biggest thing is it wouldn't have been love. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing this because I care, mm-hmm. you know. and But also, too, we want to be successful. We talk about being successful, and it's not happening. Mm-hmm. But this is the reason why. Mm-hmm. You think it's, oh. COVID testing, no, that's no big deal. Nah, no, it's a huge deal. Mm-hmm. It's a huge deal to be there and be on time. Be where you're supposed to be when yep. you're supposed to be there. Yep, yep, absolutely, you know? man. So that was the big thing that week is a little reminder. And, you know, you look back, honestly, we didn't play well that week. We played Mesa that week. Yeah. But you spend your first day of practice for an hour. And, honestly, those are the sacrifices I'm willing to make because right. we're not going to budge on the standard um, because things aren't going our it way is, or, or going our way. There's a guy I listen to. He says, nobody ever gets away with anything. Yeah. Right. No. So the sooner that you can take it on the chin. Yep. The know, better. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. to take it on the chin from coach Seymour. Who's uh, I think he'd be a backers coach at Georgia tech now, but yeah, yes, we're, yes, we, yes. we're getting punished one time. Yeah. And he said, you know, and he's just he's just that guy to like pick you up to. He gets you real riled up. He's also that guy going, just take it on the chin, boys. Well, take it on the chin. There's something about taking a nice little whooping yeah. on the chin. You know, the, you know, we've all been there where you mm-hmm. the clock count down and you didn't put it in your grade. But there's something about keeping your chin up, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, be upset about it, mm-hmm. but shaking the other team's hand and keeping it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But also. I'm going to be who I am, yeah. even when it didn't go my way. Right, um, right, and that's the message I was trying to send our team. We're going to be who we are. The standard's going to be what it is, mm-hmm. no matter what the, our record is or what you think you should have accomplished already. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other things that really, you know, I felt very happy for you when that clock ticked down against yeah, Ford man, Lewis and to have you. You know, break that streak, get that first up yeah, yeah. against the Chicken Hawks, yes. against the Sky Cowards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, you know that's a, that's a that's a big game. It, it's it's meant a lot no to doubt, a lot man. of people. I was just talking to my buddy George. You know, yeah. I, I had the we we didn't you know we didn't get it done for George. He didn't get to shoot the musket. Yeah, he didn't get to yeah, celebrate. Tough. And man, um, that's so, what I love about it though, man. Yeah. Look at that. What look was at, it like for you though? Can you remember specifically when, when that scoreboard, cause you, I see you guys practice this too. You guys practice finishing games after yeah. two minutes where right, you, right. you go all the way through. What is it you do after? Right. So you get the first dub. Tell me what's it like coach. Well, let me take you back for a second okay, real tell quick. Me. Um, so, my very first meeting at Missouri, uh, Coach Pinkle sits us down and says, man, uh, 
winning is hard, mm-hmm. right? And so as good athletes, you know, you won at high school level, you know, me, two state titles. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, man, we just got to work hard, practice, blah, blah, blah. Right. We'll win. Right. You know, but he was trying to tell us the margin of error. Mm-hmm. It's so small mm-hmm. that winning is hard. He wasn't saying not just, you're not a good player, mm-hmm. but winning is like they practice too, mm-hmm. right? They got scholarship players too. Their coaches sit up all night too. And so that, that's the first thing that went through my mind is, is, is winning is hard. Not to sit here and say, hey, uh, I don't show up to compete every day. Right, right. But it gives you uh, a certain um, gratitude for winning. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like uh, – and don't get me wrong, man. We before the 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 tries before we were up all night trying to get those too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, of course. Um, but it goes back to what he said, man. Winning is hard, and you need to enjoy it when it happens, mm-hmm. um, because it, it's hard to get there, man. And the margin for error, the margin of victory. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be a guy who didn't get enough sleep the night before mm-hmm. and misses his assignment. Okay, you know, it could right. be the smallest thing, the man. Right, we're all dealing with 18 to 21, 23-year-olds, right? Mm-hmm. What if the guy didn't eat well enough the yeah. night before? So, yeah. I mean, you just got to enjoy it. But when that clock ticked down and the players were happy, man, I, and if I'm being honest, I was happy for them. It wasn't about me, man. Yeah. It's all the things they had been through, through right. COVID, through the, the coaching change. Oh, yeah. That's all, it went through. That's all that went through my mind. So, even winning – um, even through the losses, it was mm-hmm. I was hurt for them oh, yeah. rather than myself. Well, and and it was just for me, you know, filled my filled my heart to just see to see those seniors going out with yeah, the dub. Yeah, yeah. Last time they put the green and black on. That's what it's about. Uh, man. And 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 getting it done. Yeah, it, yeah, amazing. Yeah, man, just remembering your senior year going out right. Man, mm-hmm. I wish we could have shot the musket, but yeah, we're, well, we're figuring something out. We guys. can talk more, but yeah, we'll yeah, figure something yeah, yeah. out. Beat on that that green disc or whatever that was a little bit more. Yeah, um, coach has been an hour and a half. Yeah, and yeah. this has been a primer episode to um, get us going. I want to introduce uh, guys to you, yeah, learn yeah, more no about doubt. you and your background. Yep, and. We've barely talked X's and O's, upcoming games, right, what's right, the RMAC right. look right now. And maybe we get our stuff together and we're able to uh, come in and share some more information with uh, with fellow Adam State football players as the season goes on. Yeah, no doubt, man. What I've found out since I've been here is there are people who are very passionate about Adam State football. Mm-hmm. And it is my duty as head coach now to connect with those very passionate people who have put blood, sweat, and tears into this program, man. Mm-hmm. Um, tradition means a lot to me. Um, mm-hmm. And so the Western and Fort Lewis game are very important to yeah. me. Um, the history behind it, man. Mm-hmm. Just to see the way you guys light up in your eyes when we talk about the games. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's very special to me. Um, but also, man, to, to get to the point where alumni feel involved with our football program mm-hmm. um, where they're getting information there they're, they're, they're knowing about the the star players on the team and mm-hmm. how the head coach's perspective on this week's game but it's very important to me man mm-hmm. um, because without the alumni this is oh, I'm not sitting here mm-hmm. um, and, and so I want to get you guys connected back to the yeah. program um, and honestly when we talk about winning um, mm-hmm. It's for you guys, too, man. It's not just for the guys currently on the team. Yes, they're putting in the work. Don't right. get me wrong. Um, but there was days that you went through some some tough practices, some tough days of mentally trying to stay in it. And, and there's guys, too, before you and before them. And mm-hmm. so that's what this is about, man. And ultimately, that's what college football is about. Mm-hmm. It's a tradition, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Yeah. I'm, ready to, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to yeah. go, man. Well, Coach, I appreciate you spending the time. I appreciate what you're doing. Again, my observation are our, our progress and dedication. And everyone gets excited when you put the value statement on the wall. Yeah. And everyone agrees with it and saying, oh, that's nifty. Right? right, right, right. I've seen you implement some of those things. I've seen your players behave as a faculty here. I've seen your players behave differently in the classroom. Right, right. So they are walking – the talk, baby. Yeah, they're walk. They're walking the talk. So appreciate you. I appreciate yeah. what you're doing for Adam State football. We're out. Appreciate you having me, baby. That's it for this episode of the Adam State Football Podcast. If you enjoyed this content, please follow the podcast, share on social media, leave some ratings and reviews. If you have an idea for a podcast guest, send an email to adamstatefootballpodcast at gmail.com. Link in the description. Thanks a lot for listening. Go A-State.